0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is showtime. Please welcome the team of the Fulhamish podcast.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Fulhamish podcast, your independent voice of Fulham FC. I'm George Cooper, no Don Betts this evening. He was unavailable. I think he's gone to see Charlie's Angels at the pictures. So um, he's not around, but. I hope that I can steer the ship forward in his absence. Uh, We had a great show on Love Sport Radio this evening with Charlie Hawkins and George Singer. We obviously reflected on the fantastic victory against Derby. You know, it was was just such a comfortable all-round performance, in, in my opinion. It doesn't get much better than that following a football team. You know, early goal and then goal just before half-time and then one right at the death to seal it off. It just felt like a very accomplished performance and perhaps we are starting to see the wheels start turning. You know, we're, we're going full throttle and starting to gel. I feel like we're, we're seeing some key players really hit their strides. So we reflect on that in today's pod. Uh, we also talked to Tom Coleman from Wales Online, um, looking forward to the Swansea game. And we did all your usual things. Listeners' questions that we responded to, but should we should we kick things off? Shall we with uh, with some three word reviews? So uh, yeah, I've got uh, I've got lots of lovely positive three word reviews. Uh, I've not categorised them this time. Oh, so uh, George, no, George is gutted, no and I and I have to say I
2: agree with him. <laughs> okay, so
1: uh, I mean i have not categorised them, but one particular three word reviewer I feel deserves a special shout out which is Richard Bamber because every single time I look at the three word reviews he's there quick as a flash top of the list with at least three three word reviews so yourself up, Richard. he must like the, se- the, s- the second the whistle blows he must be straight on his straight on his phone but Put some uh, respect on uh, his so he did one of the favourite ones which is Bobby Duck over Reed, which I think we're all delighted to see that Bobby Reed's <laughs> broken his duck uh, what a sight it is to see I thought it was a fantastic goal as well just typical striper get anything on the end of it but we we'll We'll come on to that, uh, and a special shout out for Matt Wall. He said Bobby Duck, duck is over read, so a couple of people came in with that. Uh, Rich Band, but also who are you? But instead of you know, because it's the Rams, you E U E is in the field, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, it's on. good, it's
2: good. And uh, thank you, and then, well done. George <laughs> is available for court. Cor- well, no, this, this, this is not yeah, is, but I mean, as if you don't get the joke, oh, George yeah, yeah. will explain it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you may think I'm joking, I need this, George, constantly, <laughs> constantly,
1: yeah, we'll, we'll back your corporate, Charlie. Your bag of your corporate. So we've got come on you, Whites, and the, with a similar pun. Lawrence lost lol. That was from Jack, our very own Jack Kelly uh, after the uh, quite frankly abysmal performance from, uh, from Lawrence. Um, and then we have Paddy Doherty starting to gel. I think we all agree. I've been saying it. Time and time again, Fulham need a bit of time to hit their stride. But once everything starts to uh, to, go, to go smoothly, we're, we're firing on all cylinders. Sam Witcher, silencing the Rams. A pun on silence of the Rams. Like that, like it's that. good, that one, isn't it? Very good. Uh, AF, uh, very infamous. Tuesday's demolition derby. Uh, FFC Kevlar Rams got rammed. I like that one. Certain connotations. Uh, At five past nine. <laughs> yeah, 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 just the shed. <laughs> uh, Luke Wretch classic cottage ramshackling. I like that one. It's got a We're it. getting
2: into dangerous territory yeah, here, yeah. aren't we? <laughs> 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 it's
1: like okay, yeah, a sort of Partridge-esque that one. That Alan Partridge. <laughs> Jack and Loz stress-free win. Uh, Jamie Duncan Rams run ragged. Uh, Cole Berry. We're going up. It's just simple to the point. Uh, Andrew Lang, injuries racking up. Um, interesting talking point. Uh, they are starting to clock up, so is that a cause for concern? And I'd really like this one, and it's the reason why I think. Um sort of middle-aged people shouldn't have Twitter. Cause <laughs> the guy's name on Twitter. George, careful. No, careful. I'm joking. It's he, fantastic. Thank you for sending it in. I don't mean to take the, uh, take the mickey. What do but you think his, about
2: old people driving? His,
1: <laughs> hang on, let's back up a sec. So his his user handle name is, is his email address. <laughs> so it's j uh, well, don't give it no, out on air. No, no, but that's his, that's his Twitter thing. Well, yeah, anyway, well, at opusnet.com.au. I didn't read it all out, but I think you know who are. And the three-word three, word, <laughs> three word review reviewers delightful. Majestic exceptional, so um, another nice one. (laughs) Hin Hearts Beer, uh, Kamara's Killer Cross, uh, Colin McNabola, Honor is awful. So it's the only (laughs) we have to have one negative in there. This is Fulham after all. Uh, This one made me laugh. Shaz Shai's uh, Car Crash Derby. In, Ooh, was that a bit, <laughs> that too, a bit soon? <laughs> yeah, soon too soon. Yeah, too soon, I no think, one, George. No one was, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right wait, we'll, we'll gloss over that one. We can edit it out. Oh, this yes, is live, isn't it? Anyway. Um, Luca, Luca Leo, uh oh, I'm not sure if I can read that one, actually. George, have you not full, these? Full... Mm, ramming. So I'll let you make your own minds up as to what that one could be. I think,
2: uh, George, you're <laughs> in charge next no, time. no It's
1: right. I didn't, didn't say anything, did I, Jarek uh, Winoweski on un, the unstoppable um, Kamara Eno. Kamara Eno. Kamara Eno. If you would imagine, this t-
2: is going Daniel. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Cavs quality corner from Brian Chapman. Last two, I swear. Uh, Alistair wins Stanley. Uh, worse without Kamara, and then Christian uh, Leinberg. Uh, uh county comfortably cold <laughs> and then that's it i promise no more but those are the three reviews thanks for having already got in there
2: got in touch and sent those in <laughs> well those were your free word reviews sterling job from the man himself george cooper we have to bring in the other george who will be doing the free word reviews from here on in because <laughs> cooper somewhat fluffed these chances mitrovic, like mitrovic you are back in the lineup george what was your own free word review Oh
3: God. Um you put me on the spot there. I'm, words. I'm gonna um <laughs> I, I think I'm I'm surely gonna steal the Bobby Duck is over Reed. I think yeah. that's superb. I think, mm. you know, clearly that's the big the big talking point. You know, we all want him to finally break his duck. He seems like a, a really nice guy. I think a lot of the fans and also, a lot of the players really wanted him to break that duck. When he uh, when he finally got the goal, everyone was running around him. You know, he's clearly a popular guy in the dressing room and hopefully this is going to be the uh, the first of many for the chap.
2: Yeah, first of many. Obviously, I know you've talked about the game to death, the QPR game. Now, Derby, these are teams in and around you, George. Obviously, that, that happens in the championship. You know, a couple of wins and someone's right there with you or you fall to their level. But it's important that when we are seeing QPR do relatively well this season, and Derby their terrific home form you know five successive home wins four successive clean sheets you're coming in there and you know it just seems that Fulham now have taken it to another level where maybe these championship teams aren't just quite yet
1: yeah, yeah I've, I've I mean I've said it time and time again that Fulham don't ever hit that I've Always said after Christmas is when we really start to hit our stride. Notoriously slow starters for as long as I can remember. And yeah, back to your point that we're we're starting to look sort of a cut above the rest. We're starting to gel. I think Parker's getting ta- m- tactically more capable with each game. You know he. he can tell he's taking it seriously you know he's learning from uh, previous mistakes he's taking everything on board the thing that strikes me about him is that he's not afraid to sort of you know ask his coaching staff and people that he feels are more experienced from him and ask them for um, like where, what direction the club should be going in but yeah exactly Derby County you know as you said they've got a fantastic home form but we, we completely schooled them yesterday let's not mm. make any mistakes you know it was a, a textbook comfortable win you know early goal Goals just before half-time, like all the key touch points and when you want to be, you know, pulling, you want to be scoring. Yeah. And then a late goal to kill it off at the dead. Like, what more could you want? It was an accomplished performance. Fulham did fantastically. And I really, really hope that we're going to see a lot more performances like it moving
2: forward. Yeah, it felt like the complete performance. And obviously two games in quick succession at home there, George. But when you are facing those teams and now you just feel like you're finding that next gear, we must remember that we say, as George said there, that Fulham, you know, not always slow starters but take a while to get into their rhythm this is Scott Parker's first full managerial season as well he's someone else needs to find his own rhythm and the players you know they've had longer now they've had that third international break and if anything when you want to peak is the time now till March
3: when there is no other international break and the games are going to be every two to three days absolutely you know we say it all the time but momentum in football is so important especially when the games come thick and fast you know if you can keep the confidence up keep the, the players players playing well with their heads up, you know, this is the perfect time to, uh, to have that kind of confidence. Um, yeah, no, I, I fully agree. And I think part of the reason for our slow starts is it, it seems every summer transfer window we overhaul pretty much the whole squad. You know, we've seen it time and time again with, uh, you know, this year with all the loans coming in and people like Knockar, Cavalero, Decadova Reed, you know, they've needed time to bed in. They've never played with each other. They've never played with the other people in the team. They have to work out how they play with each other how you know what their favorite runs are and you you finally see you know it finally really really feels like they're starting to bed together um it yeah so so i think going forward it's a, it's a really good time you know if if we could choose a time for them to be so many kind of condensed matches now is probably the time you'd pick, wouldn't you?
1: Oh, no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they come thick and fast around this time of year. And, uh, yeah, it's slightly concerning, as was alluded to in the three-word reviews, that we're starting to pick up a few niggles. But on the converse side of that, a lot of our key players are really starting to hit form which is you know
2: fantastic to see yeah just starting to peak at the right time you look at those two games and they were almost won in a different manner you know QPR took the lead you had to come from behind QPR could have had a few more goals it was fair to say uh, Ream nearly scored that own goal they felt that they were sort of not harshly done but they were very much in that game QPR full on comeback Mitrovic was banned AK got the, you know got the goals he was someone that was on the fringes of the teams he comes back and he gets the winner that's a, a, almost a statement in essentials that you can win without the big man, because everyone always says best striker in the championship. He, you know, he's already got 13 for the season. Can they do it when he's not there? You did, and then completely in a different manner, like you said, brushed aside Derby. It's key that your team can win in different ways.
1: Yeah, no, str- strength and depth, which is something that I'm, I'm not sure Fulham have always had. Uh, certainly, key areas that we, we talk about a lot on the uh, on the podcast and the radio show. But but yeah, no, as you said, you know, Mitrovic was out. Man for the um, the QPR game, and then we brought in Kamara, and what a revelation that man has had these last two games. I think he deserves every bit of plaudits that he's getting. That ball that he put in. Um, for Bobby Reed's uh, first goal is absolutely fantastic. We were discussing it earlier, George. A beautiful little deft cross in, and also I love the way that he sort of like jockeyed the the, the ball was rolling back, and he sort of like jockeyed that yeah. and then put it in. He had loads of time. It was it was fantastic to see. And another thing that I'm genuinely so excited to see is the prospect of an Abubakar Kamara in full form and playing on full confidence because he's a he's he's a confidence player. He is. you know when when, it's, when he's not having his day he gets frustrated, he has mistakes and I think we're starting to see what his true potential and if he carries on having these fantastic games I mean I I think you know his his physical attributes his pace, his strength if he can just do finishing and crossing and like continuing to prove those areas of the game I think we could have a very very special player on our hands and he's still only 24 happy days, spirits are high in the Fulhamish camp. What well, It was such an accomplished performance. I, I think we really kicked things off into the gear above. And when you look at the fixtures that are coming up, you know, some really key clashes there. And now's the opportunity for us to capitalise on this rich vein of form that we found ourselves in and really tr- cut a from those playoff positions and trouble the big boys of the top two, you know, the likes of Leeds and West Brom. I feel like we should be there. And it's just great to say, see, you, you know, I always have said that this is around about the time that i feel that we hit our strides and it's become a bit earlier this year than it has done in previous years and I just hope that we can really kick off that momentum and our key players can continue the form so, yeah, fantastic. And Bobby Reed, you know, what everyone loves to see that. Things that we love to see is Bobby Deck over. Bobby Duck is over, Reed, shall we say. What a fantastic name. Uh, what a fantastic three-word review. And one that we have unanimously decided, George and I, that is going to be the name for uh, today's pod. So, yeah,
2: looking forward, we uh, took a look at your listener questions. So, here we go favourite section of the show it is listener questions I get to take your questions and put them to the two Georges the first question is do you think this one comes from Luke by the way do you think Bobby
3: should be given a go up front Um, good question Uh, well I mean like we said I I can't see unless of an injury or, or another suspension which let's face it, Mitrovic is going to get at some point. Um Mitre is always going to be the main starter. Um, but what I really liked, and we saw more um, uh, more against Derby than we have probably at other times, is Bobby really pushed up, um, and it was it felt more like a a four two three one rather than a four three three with with Bobby playing that more of the number ten role. And I think that suits him. You know, I think when when we saw some of his best form, probably uh, at Bristol City, he was. Up front, kind of more of a, a second striker against uh, next to you know more of a typical striker like Tammy Abraham or um, you know they had some great strikers, didn't they? And I think that that suits him more of you know popping up, being a bit of a poacher, working hard, pressing from the front. I think that second striker role suits him a lot more than a central midfielder role, which we've seen him a few times. So personally, I don't see him being the main striker and kind of that that main focal point, but play him off someone like Mitrovic like we saw against Derby where he got his goal. I'd love to see more of that. So yeah, I'm 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 well up for, for seeing that continue.
1: Um I would have to agree. However, um I would argue that I don't feel he is as effective as he possibly can be playing as a lone striker. If um I'd much prefer him in either, as you said, second striker off the last man, uh, sort of Andy Johnson type player um, or as what with, is known in Sunday League playing in the hole that kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that's where I think he's best you know pace you know linking up players um, so yeah no, I, I, I really love the guy and I love to see him start but I don't think he should be um, I don't think he's as
2: effective as he can be as a lone striker uh, the next question is from Gad David uh, it says does knockhart deserve to start with the form that AK is in? it's a good question Tony knockers Tony knockers Tony knockers it's a dilemma the yeah, Tony
1: I, I dilemma. feel like at the moment um, it would be very very hard and unfair to deny Abubikar Kamara his place in the starting lineup. I feel like competition's healthy and if he's got the strength and character that I think he does you know Tony knockers will work doubly hard in training and try and earn his spot back you know coming off the bench he could be an incredibly effective player imagine Tony Knocker's on full f- four cylinders trying to get his place back, you know, against a tiring defence. I I've, I think mm. I'm not, I I'm not, don't want to come out and say, yes, he should be dropped. But at the,
2: at the moment, that is exactly what mm. I'm saying. A spell on the sidelines could do, thing, do yeah, exactly. good. You know, come what, on, little impact sub. Then the confidence comes back. He
1: comes exactly. on, he gets
2: a goal. Exactly, exactly. I, and I think AK
1: should be starting in his current form.
3: Is AK injured though? Because obviously he came off against Derby, didn't he? Nah, that'll it. be all right. It'll You're be throwing right. a spanner in the works, George. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, he did come off. But I think he'll be all right. It's hard as nails, that lad. Mm. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, mean, I hope he's all right. But. Next question is from Lewis or, or Louis. Excuse me if I've got that wrong. It says, what changes do you think will be made or will any changes be made when uh,
3: Arta or Reed return? I think that's a really interesting one. I think if you... It, let's say two weeks ago, if someone asked whether we would have Stefan Johansson and Tom Kearney as our midfield, we'd think, oh, that sounds really lightweight. But actually, in you know the majority of the game against QPR and uh, Derby, it, it seemed to suit them really well. And I think um, Johansson actually played really well in a, a bit more of a reserved role. He gives so much energy to the side. And I think he, um, he he played more of that kind of CDM, almost like Kante role. He He played it quite well. So... I think at this point, you know, it's probably not the ideal situation for him to play that, but he's he's doing pretty well. Um, of the two, I, I I really do rate Harrison uh, Harrison Reed. Um, Har- Harry Arter's definitely got a bit of a, a bit of a crazy streak on him. A, a couple of times he's had a uh, had stern words with uh, with the manager, and when you've had to have those kind of words twice so early into your Fulham career, you know, I. You know, could I say that I trust him and trust him? You know, to stay on the pitch and not get red carded like he's had before. I don't know. So I think at the moment it's fine with Johansson. When Harrison Reed comes back, I'd like that. When Harry Art comes back, I'm a bit less sure.
1: Yeah, Harrison Reed. Um, we, we we should see him again. I think Steph Steph Joe's been doing fantastically. Late. It's the stuff he does off the ball. We're not in possession. Like just those tactical little fouls to break up the play. You know, stop the stop the counter attack. He's he's just an expert. I think he's the best best player we've got at doing mm. that which you don't it often goes unnoticed but the effect that it has on the game is, is enormous Ars is a Muppet man I can't be I can't be bothered really? with him really yeah. a strong George I can't be But bo- like he, his attitude stinks and I is that strongly yeah I, I to be honest I wouldn't be disappointed if I didn't see him play for the rest of the season I know he's a, I know he's a great player and he does a job for us but he, I don't feel like he, he puts out good vibes for the rest of the squad I'd no. much, much rather see Harrison Reed or
3: Stefan Johansson in the team George, you agree with that or yeah, um, yeah, may, maybe not as strongly. I, I think he's, I think he's got a load of great qualities, Harry Arta. And when, it, when he's got his head screwed on, he's he actually brings a, a lot to the team. He's very energetic, good in the tackle, and really good on the ball as well. He's a very good passer. So if you could just, you know, take off Harrison Reed's head and put it on Harry Arta's <laughs> body, mm-hmm. then <laughs> yeah, then then I think that would that would work nicely. But I think it's. Uh, especially at such a key time of the season is now the time you really want to stir the pot with Harry Arter yeah. probably not
2: I mean I hope he proves me wrong and it
1: has I'll a fantastic well. rest
3: of the season <laughs> I really <laughs> does
2: well uh, the next we're getting to the interesting questions now the next question is from the uh, easily the best member of the Cooper family uh, it's Freddie <laughs> it says are we going up Freddie yeah we are bro we're going up mate and We're
1: going whether it be on the, uh, via the league or via the playoffs we're going up you better believe it
3: Good man, George. Yeah, yeah. Why not? It's not often I'm I'm optimistic on the show, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling optimistic. Yeah, why not? All right. Well, we're keeping
2: with the the strange themes. What the Fulhamist team do, and I absolutely love it. This question again very familiar I think it's from our very own George Singer this question is who is the sexiest George on the Fulhamish team I'll
1: let you be the judge of that Charlie <laughs> i
2: am definitely not being the judge of this one sitting in the middle of you both George what, at what point of the day did you think I want to ask this question to find out because you asked the question I did.
3: It was test. It, it was, was a test te- question. A test we test were, question. were trying to work out how Instagram works and we were, how to do and questions. And that was your idea for a we test were question.
1: Were a Couple of incompetent old grandmas. <laughs> like, right, how does this work? Like, how do you get the question? And we like tried it, and then I wasn't sure whether anyone had actually asked the question. And then we, we eventually worked out between us. Well, like a couple of doddery old you, farts. You worked out <laughs> who
2: the sexiest was between you. Oh, right? No, did we, you worked out.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we had a little, <laughs> a little. Competition.
2: Uh, we say we, no we more. put it to the, we well, put you, it to the, the Fulhamish Fulham. team. Tweet us at Love Sport Radio. Tweet at Fulhamish. You know, 0208 seventy twenty five eight. We want to know who the sexiest George is <laughs> on the don't. Fulhamish. <laughs> Please don't. Team. Uh, let's end it with this one. Uh, what is your best Fulham moment of the season so far? From Will Wilson, four fifty.
1: Yeah, he's, he's my best mate, Will Wilson. Send that in, he's, ah. and he's he's become a Fulham fan but this season.
2: Get on, Will. Yeah. Will, Will actually, he's just got in touch. He says George Singer is the is the <laughs> the best, the sexiest George on team Will.
3: Oh no, you no Will, you you're my red. best <laughs> mate. No, I can't argue
2: with
1: that. Best moment of the. I think you, I think you've got a very very strong contention before a Kamara dispatching QPR a couple of days ago. Can, you, can does anything get better than that? And his little cheeky smile in the press conference at the end—I absolutely love it. A.K.'s first goal to draw us level—I uh, went absolutely balmy. So I'd say that's uh, for me. So in, in terms of actually going mad, mm. most euphoric moment, probably that. Yeah,
3: George, you, you've got to say that, or maybe maybe the Millwall game. Like it was yeah. so dominant and so yeah I mean really really special game to watch that yeah Will so, was with me for that game
1: Will, was he yeah,
3: yeah oh. so he might have
1: to alright it's not a Cooper
3: loving Fred go <laughs> Will
2: Wilton Eddigo unbelievable George don't worry I'm on your side <laughs> Fulhamish has partnered with theterracestore.com, who have a great range of official Fulham merchandise with a retro twist some amazing products with throwbacks to some of the iconic Fulham kits of yesteryear right now Fulhamish listeners can get 10% off just use the code FULHAM when you check out uh, they've got some great presents particularly with Christmas around the corner so make sure you use the code fulhamish for 10% off that's at the terrace store.com.
1: Some fantastic questions there. Thank you. Everyone who got in touch It is very much appreciated. And uh, on that note, if you if you fancy watching the game with us on Friday, we have hired a large section of the EV bar in Suffolk. So if you're thinking, oh, I really want to watch the game, but I can't really be bothered to schlep it up to Swansea, then... Come and join us. You know we've got a large section of the bar. It should be a really good night, and you know, chance to uh, <laughs> to meet the boys in person if, um, if, if that's of you know if that's appealing to you. Uh, so yeah, do do come along. It should be uh, should be very good fun. Cool. Looking forward to the game. We chatted to Tom Coleman from uh, Wales Online uh, about the Swansea sides and what he feels Fulham have in store on Friday.
2: Delighted to say Tom Coleman joins us now Tom uh, from the Wales Online Giving us that Swansea preview Swansea going Really well In the championship This season uh, Tom Then the last few games They just seem to hit A bit of a mini slump Is that fair to say?
0: You boys. boys Yeah Yeah yeah, No I think it probably Is fair to say um, To be honest uh, It's the first time Probably This season Under Cooper That people are starting To ask About the fabled Swansea way um which is that obviously that sort of free flowing brand of um, attacking football, but um you know I mean at the end of the day it's it 's important to remember that uh, I think a lot of a lot of fans before this season probably didn't expect Swansea to be in the position that they 're in they 're still very much in the thick of it in terms of you know challenging for that top six so um you know i i, I don't think uh, i don 't think there's too many swansea fans who, who are massively worried at the moment, but like you say, there probably are a little. A, a, a few little niggles about um, about the um, uh, uh, well, yeah, about, about results and, and, and probably performances as well. But I think, on the whole, it's very very difficult really to sort of take any kind of issue with with, with how the season's gone so far.
3: Yeah. So what what kind of thing were you looking from the season? So obviously the change of manager and uh, and Graham Potter going over to to Brighton. I know a lot of a lot of Swansea fans held him in very high regard. What what kind of you know, what were you hoping to get out the season? Was it, a, you know, were you just looking for a bit of consolidation? Did you really think that you could push for playoffs? What were you what were you hoping for in September?
0: I think there was, um, I mean, there was a real feeling that under Graham Potter there was some sort of green shoots of progress, as it were. And I think, you know, people did, did kind of feel down here that with the right sort of two or three players, um, with the right man on board, Perhaps there could be uh, a sort of challenge for, for for the playoffs, but I think, you know, in all honesty, I, I think a lot of Swansea fans perhaps saw this as a team and it's still in transition. It's still a very young team, remember, um, a team full of, full of, you know, players who are, are clearly got a lot of potential, um, but, um, but perhaps haven't been proving themselves at a championship level on a regular basis just yet, but I think uh, you know there was there was certainly certainly a feeling that this is this was a team that had uh that that had the potential to do something uh to do something uh pretty uh pretty special mm,
1: i think um Looking ahead to looking ahead to uh, Friday's game, it's got the potential to be quite a good encounter. You know, we're very similar positions in the league, um, arguably kind of a, a, a six pointer if you if if you like. Um, if you if you think, that, well, hopefully both teams are going to be there or thereabouts. So you have got obviously mm. Ayu who's uh, pitched in with many goals and uh, six goals and four assists, and you got uh, Surridge also pitching in with some goals. Who do you anticipate is going to uh, bother Arfulham defence on Friday? Who who is your man to watch, as it were?
0: Well, I think. Um, I mean, the, 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 to be honest with you, mate. I mean, the the, the, the trouble with Swansea in the last few weeks has has kind of been the sort of creation of chances. Mm. I think you, you know, you got the like, you got the likes of Bora Baston, who's um, very very good in the air. Um, I think he won pretty much. Uh, I think I think it was something like five out of seven of the uh, aerial deals in the last game, but. You know, there was nothing really there to back it up, if you know what I mean. And then you have Andre Ayew, who's got the pace, went on the deck. I think he can trouble pretty much any defence in the championship. And certainly, when I think back to the South Wales derby, which is a game that he really, really shone in, that was a game that that his pace really, really came through. So, you know, I think there's definitely um, there's definitely tools there to 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 cause problems for Fulham. Especially for the likes of Alfie Watson who, who obviously we, are, we all know the uh, we all know what makes him tick down here. But mm-hmm. um, you know, for, for me, the the worry is for me is it's fields because I mean I I look at what the options that Fulham have got. You know, the likes of Kenny and Harry Arter, and then I look at sort of what Swansea have had, and you know, it's it, it's George Byers and, and and Matt Grimes in the centre there. Two players that you know when they've been when they've been good, they've been Incredible, you know, very, very good. But when they did that, <laughs> they've been absolutely abysmal. They've come, they've both come in for quite a lot of stick recently. So I think you know, that will be the worry for me. Is that um, you know, I think Fulham probably have the edge in their in the centre of the park. Um, probably got players that are more equipped to sort of play that kind of you know that as I said earlier that free-flowing brand of attacking football. But um, yeah, I mean, it it will remain to be seen. As I said, you know, the likes of Bora, the likes of Andre, the likes of Sam Storage, they're definitely capable of hurting any defence in the championship. But um, yeah, it it, it really is that middle of the park that does kind of concern me. I mean, thinking about it, also at the back, really. I mean, the injury to Mike van der Horn will be very, very interesting to see if he plays. We're going to be hearing from Steve Cooper tomorrow. Um, if, if, if he's out, I would expect young Ben Cabango to come in and, you know, Cabango coming up against the likes of Alexander Mitrovic, who's very, very used to this level, very, very experienced and, um, you know, always a threat, always a threat. Uh, it's going to be a massive, massive test for him. I mean, he only made his senior debut the other night, so <laughs> it's,
3: it's, it's, it's going You're to be in tough. Deep end. No pressure. Yeah,
0: exactly. 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 So, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot to consider for Steve Cooper ahead of this. Um, but, I mean, I think the comforting thing is, you know, he, he will have done his homework. He's a sort of manager who really, he, he, he never underestimates the team. He really, really does do his homework. He's very, very meticulous. He will leave mm-hmm. no stone unturned. I'm sure he will have come up with a plan to try and sort of uh sort of uh, neutralize that attacking threat that Fulham have got. Um an attacking threat that I'm sure will cause a lot of teams plenty of problems over the course of the season.
3: Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a really a really key one isn't it the Van der horn injury. Um I was I yeah. wanted to ask about the the other end of the pitch you use, so Boria Baston. Um obviously correct me if I'm wrong but I think it came to you guys when you're in the in the Premier League and been in the in and out of the of Swansea course, yeah. in and out yeah, of the Swansea yeah. team for a while, you know what's uh, uh, obviously you know struggled in in certain regards. What what's changed for him this season? Obviously, kind of six goals at the moment. Is he is it a new setup which he's starting to flourish in? Is it a, a run of games? You know what what's starting to tick for Baston at the moment?
0: Well, I'll be completely honest with you. Swansea probably would have liked to have moved him on in the summer. Um there just really wasn't a suitor for him. And I think, you know, Steve Cooper's the sort of guy who you know, he he he's looked at the squad he's got and thought, well, you know, there's not okay, maybe we do want to move him on but there's no point there's no point leaving him out of the team if he's still here, if you know what I mean. And um, you know, the the the, the sales of Dan James and Ollie McBurney recently have kind of eased the financial burden which has kind of helps to um help the case to keeping Bora um, because let's not forget he's, he's he's a former record signing for Swansea City and um, yeah I mean I, I don't think anyone really expected him to come back in the way he has um, and it, it, it really has kind of helped to fill in that gap that you know like I said the, the lives of Ollie McBurnie and that have, um, have, 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 have vacated I guess but um, you know he's, he's a big aerial threat He's, he's, he's a pretty predatory player and I think he's um, you know at the cha- championship level I think he can he's definitely got a, he's definitely capable of doing a job in there but um, it's, it's 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 a funny one really because I, I, I just don't know if, if the opportunity comes up to move him on again I just don't know if he stays but I think Steve Cooper's looking at it from the point of view of well we've got We've got a record signing, record signing striker here, who's already scored goals in the championship. Let's keep him. Let's see what he can do. Obviously, he has been in and out of the team recently, but um, you know, I, I think I think there's still a feeling he's, he's still got something to offer.
1: Stuff. Uh, I just wanted to ask a bit about away day experience, uh, Tom. Because so the Liberty Stadiums obviously quite it's quite a modern ground, isn't it? It, it looks. It, I've never been myself, but it, uh, it looks like a, it could potentially be a fantastic away day for any uh, Fulham fans that are planning to make the uh, the travel to Wales on, over on Friday. But uh, yeah, what would you recommend doing? Are there any good sort of pubs that you'd recommend visiting? Uh, any sort of local delights that you would recommend?
0: Oh well, I think uh, yeah, it, it, in terms of pubs, I'm afraid you're asking the wrong man. But um, right. in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of what to do. Go around the beach, man. Every everyone, uh, every every set of fan that I know, who's come down here has always. had a good time down at the beach. So uh, even, even even if it's the... raining, just <laughs> just just you know, make make, make the best of it. Because I, you know, I know I know you don't have the seaside down in London. So you know, it's it's always it's always uh, always a fun day out, isn't it? But um, you know, it's it, as you say, it's 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 a cracking little ground, and um, you know, it's. It, Locals are very very friendly, so you know I'm sure any kind of Fulham fan heading up there will uh, will have a good time.
2: Well, Tom, what is your score prediction for Friday night?
0: Um, (laughs) um, I'll go a draw, one-one.
2: Oh, you're sitting on the fence there, Splinters Tom. We appreciate. I I, I always do. I always (laughs) do. (laughs) We appreciate you coming (laughs) on because we uh, we know you're a busy man tonight.
1: Tom Coleman there from Wales Online. Thank you very much for your contribution, sir. And that's about all we've got time for on this instalment of the Fulhamish podcast. For those of you travelling up to Swansea on Friday, we wish you the safest of travels. Have a few dinnies on the train for your old boys at Fulhamish. And uh, if you are around on Friday and you're at a loose end, as I said, head down to the EV bar. The Fulhamish boys are going to be there. You can say hello, uh, throw abuse, do whatever you want. But yeah, it should be a very good night and good fun and you know it's always it's always best to watch film games with 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 our own kinds, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's not often we get to watch our team on telly, so we might as well make the most of it, grab the ball by the horns while we've got the opportunity. So yeah, that's that's it from us. Come on you whites. Another routine victory, please. Thank you very much.